Welcome to the John Lyon Podcast, episode 78, and this is number 12 of what it's like to be, and the guest is Marissa Sprunt, and it's what it's like to be a stay-at-home mom. Um, so Marissa wanted to be on the podcast, I was like, well, what do you want to talk about? And she's like, I want to talk about what it's like to be a stay-at-home mom. So it was a fun conversation, um, talk about the struggles of parenting, and uh, I was actually stay-at-home dad technically for about 10 months so I kind of have that perspective that I'd say most men don't have maybe nowadays people are more progressive <laughs> anyway um but I hope you guys enjoy the episode and uh yeah it's, it was a good conversation with Marissa and just getting to know her more I've only known her for a few years so it was good to hear her perspective on what it's like to be a stay-at-home mom and and some of the satisfaction she gets and how she just didn't ever feel to do the whole career woman thing that's really popular nowadays. And we also talk about, you know, a lot of times women have to work nowadays with life circumstances and your life situation. So it just depends on what you're doing in your life, which could determine if you wanted to be a stay-at-home mom or even if you could. So anyway, hope you guys enjoyed the episode and catch you on the next one. Enjoy. You sure you don't want a soda? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you said you went to Swig on the way. Um, so delicious. Oh, I don't. Wh- which one do you like better? So delicious. <laughs> I I actually don't care for any of the flavored well, stuff. Well, yeah, I don't know if I really actually have a preference. I just have a like point system with so delicious, so I go so I can get the points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't ever get the flavors. I'm just the weirdo who says, can I just get a large Coke Zero? Yeah, that's lame. It's almost no point in going. I should just go to the gas station. Yeah, because like, and now I know their drink. So like, I just go for the ones I like best. I don't know. Speaking of points, do you follow me on Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see my Chick-fil-A post? Oh, I don't know if I did. Uh, It's it's a couple days ago. Oh. This is how many points I have. 24,103. I've actually never downloaded that app. And I've always, I know. I always, whenever I'm there, I'm like, why don't I have it? There's a Chick-fil-A in Spanish Fork, too. Yeah. So, let's see. 24 three, uh, divided by uh, free sandwich is 500 points. Oh. So, I can get 48 free sandwiches. So, why haven't you gotten any yet? Save them for a rainy day. Oh, my well, God. my wife quits her job next week and we don't have any money. <laughs> and we're just living off my paycheck. Hey, babe, you want to go to oh. Chick-fil-A? Yeah, we have points. Every night. So. That's funny. But, um... Welcome to the podcast, Marissa. Thanks. This is cool. Marissa Sprunt. Yes. So how long have we known each other? I met you through your husband, obviously. Yeah. I don't even know. I mean, it was probably when we were da- when Sam and I were dating. Yeah. So when yeah. when were you guys dating? 2013? Uh, 2012? 13. Yeah. So yeah. was that six years now? Yeah. I don't know. I don't do math, so. You want me to tell you a funny story about Sam? Yeah, I do, actually. I don't think he's even heard this. Well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I was going to say maybe I've heard it because so, I feel like I've heard everything. when Sam was on his religious excursion in <laughs> Portugal, yeah, uh, I didn't know Sam. Oh. And none of us did, like me, Dallin, all of our friends. Oh, because, yeah, you guys met when he got home. Yes. And everyone 
talked about how cool Sam was <laughs> for months. And this is right before Jonathan Sterling left on his religious excursion. Okay. And we got to the point where we were annoyed. We're like, well, who the freak is this Sam Sprunt guy? He must be the coolest guy. If everyone's talking about this, he must be a god. He if is. He's that cool. <laughs> he's and so the night that he actually flew home, uh-huh. we were at the church building doing something like oh. messing around. And it was lightning and thunder. And this lightning cracked really loud. And then me and Jonathan looked at each other like, oh, the God has landed. Oh, we basically just gosh. kept teasing all the girls who were excited for Sam to come no, home. No, that's so funny. Anyway, that yeah, was our I'm first sure impression of Sam. Yeah, I'm sure all the girls were counting down the days. because Yes, there was a lot. Yeah. But all the guys were just like, can we just stop talking about Sam? Because we didn't know who he was. So, but so funny. we love Sam now. So, Sam, if you're listening to this, you're a God, I guess, in some <laughs> people's eyes. So, at least your wife's. Yeah. But um, so this is the twelfth episode of what it's like to be. Okay. So I actually might switch. I have an idea to do a different podcast. Oh really? I might start a separate one, just the random topics ones with my brother uh-huh. and that's my two brothers. Just call it like the Lions Den or something. And do one with what it's like to be. And then just do separate what it's like to be. Just I do interview ones. Was thinking about that today. I was like, seriously, because these are like the favorite episodes I like listening to because it's always like cool to hear. Yeah. And. I'm like, he should just, like, make this a thing as his, like, podcast. Yeah. Because it's really cool. Because I feel like there's so many people out there that you could interview no, with, you know. I've done, this will be the 12th one. Like, I'd say eight or ten of those have been people in this neighborhood. So it's <laughs> there like. There yeah. So I think, like, in the ones with my find. brothers, when we just talk, like, I guess if you only knew who we were, it's fun to hear yeah, listen to us. Yeah, true. But that's more of the comedy stuff yeah. comes from those episodes. Right. But when I first started the podcast, I had tons of random topics I okay. wanted to talk about. Yeah. Now that I've been doing it for two years, I you feel like the, a... the what it's like to be episodes are actually easier to schedule oh, because yeah. it's actually, I know what I'm going to be talking about. Yeah, that's true. The it's random like ones are harder. It's more like a directed topic. Yeah. yeah. Or I like it when you do the movie, movie reviews too. That's like another one you could just probably I... like, that could be like a category, yeah. you know? I don't know. So anyway, this is the 12th, what it's like to be. And Marissa wanted to be on and I was like, what do you want to talk about? And she's like, <laughs> what it's like to be a stay at home mom. Yeah. Which sounds really boring to some people, <laughs> but I have a little bit of uh, experience because as we'll get into it later, for 10 months, almost 11, I was working from home when I was a stay-at-home dad. Yeah. So it's not as easy as people make it to be. No. Did you, um, I told my younger brother who uh, I was going to be doing this podcast mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, did you ever hear about the the bit joke from uh, Bill Burr? You know Bill Burr is a no. comedian? He's a very loud mouth, like redheaded guy. Okay. And he's like, "What the heck is wrong? Like, why do people think it's it's so hard being a stay at home mom?" And yeah. he's like, "I'm butchering it probably, but he's like, oh, does your back hurt having to change the DVD?'" <laughs> oh so he gosh. just did this joke about how like maybe that's all stay at home moms do. Yeah. He's like, "You know what's really hard? Being a redhead working on a roof in the summertime <laughs> at Texas or something." But I get the that's joke, funny. but now that I have been a stay at home dad, I yeah. actually realize it's a lot harder than people think it is. It but. is like it really is. I don't know. But before we get into that, let's let's bring up my fun fact for the day. Are you ready for this? Yeah. So golden poisonous frogs, you've seen those? They have like the crazy colored skin. Okay, yeah. They're one of the most toxic animals on earth. What the heck? Because people like old, uh, back in the day, like when people lived in the jungles and stuff, Uh uh, tribal people would rub their darts on the skin because they knew it was poisonous and they would shoot them and that's how they would kill their animals or kill people. Um, because those Where ones can are you called, find them? Like, are they like, they're like in tropical places okay. like Amazon, South America? Um, but it says poison the golden poison frog, one of the most toxic animals on the earth, can kill 10 adult humans with just one milligram of its poison. What? 
Interestingly, golden poison frogs raised in captivity and isolated from insects in their native habitat never develop venom. So it's almost like this evolutionary thing that it knows it needs to develop the venom to stay safe in the wild, but if you do it in captivity, they don't develop it. Oh. Crazy. Wow, yeah, that's really weird. So there's a fun fact for the day. Okay. But, um, so. I have a fun fact. Go ahead. Regarding stay-at-home moms. Regarding stay-at-home moms? Go Mm -hmm. ahead. Okay, so, like, it was on the news a couple weeks back, and they said that the amount of money, like, if if stay-at-home parents were paid. Oh, for the amount of work that they do while they're Yeah, like, it would, like, exceed. I can't even remember what the number was. But, but it like, would exceed what it, most careers Yeah, pay? like it was like over 100. Like it was crazy, crazy like high. I believe it. Uh, yeah. So I, I like sent a screenshot to Sam and I was like, where's my money? <laughs> <laughs> so Sam works and then you stay at home with, you have two kids? Yeah. We don't have to say their names to- uh, Oh, I know, don't really care. Privacy. I don't know how people listen to this, but- um, Yeah, so wait, I how, how old's your oldest? Okay, so my oldest, Maverick. Okay. He is three. Okay. And then my baby, he's- 18 months. So he's just a little bit Zeke. older than my daughter. Okay. Yeah. So then you've been a stay-at-home mom for three years now, right? Yeah. Three years. So then, here, wait one sec. Let's move the mic a little bit in front of you. Oh. No, you're good. Let's turn right there. Okay. Um, so then you, so three years. Did like some of the, I sent you some questions yeah. to kind of get your, your brain yeah. uh, going. Did you plan on being a stay-at-home mom when um, you first got married? Uh, well, first off, let me backtrack. Okay. Was your mom a stay-at-home mom? Uh, She was until my sisters and I were all in school. Like how, like, like school, like the youngest one? Like kindergarten. One okay. Yeah. So, I mean, she wasn't basically, you For know, a ma- majority of the time? Yeah. She worked with, um, she worked in like the school district. So it was nice because she at least still, it didn't really feel like she worked because she still had the same schedule as us. Like she was home when we were home. Oh, that's nice. She had, you know, the same holiday breaks and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I never really had the whole like, Mom's at work. We I have don't to go to daycare after school or, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. So she was always home when we were home. So that was nice. But, um, so, like, in regards to being married or, like, before being married? Well, yeah, before. Like, yeah. did you always know So, you- like, I always loved babysitting and being with kids and, you know, doing the whole, like, you know, that type of deal. And so... I, I always knew I wanted to be a mom. Uh-huh. Like, up until I had kids, I always said my worst fear was, like, not being able to have my own children. Like, yeah. Which sounds so selfish. Cause I, and I'm, like, all for adoption and stuff. But it was just, you know, one of those things. But so when I was in high school, you know, they always were like, oh, where are you going to be? Like, what are you going to – what school for are you going to go to? Yeah. And stuff. And I honestly would, like, always just be like, I just want to be a mom. Like, I don't really have anything that I – totally i don't know and school for me was really hard like i'm pretty sure i have a learning disability (laughs) (laughs) so like i never wanted to go go to college anyways just because you didn't do any college so i did do um cosmetology school okay so a specialty school so then what just makeup or hair and makeup so cosmetology covers hair makeup and skin okay but then there's girls who will do esthetician and that's just skin okay so that's like makeup skin what school did you go to um well i went to school in california oh okay it was just like a family-owned like beauty school so it was fun that's cool so i actually so what i i graduated early from high school early how early 
just a semester early. Okay. Because I was You're old. Like for I'm my, done with this. Yeah, seriously, that's what it was. I was like, I went out of this place. Like I have no friends, because a lot of my friends were older than me, so they had already graduated. Oh, uh, okay. And so I was, and then I plus I wanted to. Um, I was 18, so I like wanted to be able to go to singles ward just because I was like over like being, being with like the youth in the ward in, yeah. at church, and so. Um, I went to junior college for a semester, hated it. Like I just like totally failed all my classes. Uh-huh. And then I had Is that was just like just your generals. Yeah. Yeah. Generals suck because my theory or my definition of generals when you go to college is they just are classes to remind you what oh. you don't want to do for the rest of your life. Yeah. Or like what you learned in high school. Yeah. Like, let's just do it again. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, like I had always thought about doing beauty school, and once I was, like, in uh, doing my semester at the junior college, I was like, I hate this. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like it. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to finish. And so then, like, the thought came back to me doing beauty school. So I looked into it, found one, and just ended up doing that. Graduated, and then I worked. And um, I met Sam. So I was working in California, and then I met Sam – from Haley Deaton and Kyle. Okay, I know them. Yeah, through mutual friends. And it was the same thing. Like, they both, like, talked up Sam a ton. Like, they were like... He's a god! Yeah, like, Haley was like, oh my gosh, he's this really cute guy. And, like, I really want you guys to date. Because at that point, I had plans to move to Utah. Mm -hmm. And I was going to just work out here doing hair. And she was... So her and I were moving out here together. And Sam and Kyle were moving out together, and she was like, that. we want to set you guys up. And I was like, I don't know. You guys just want it to be convenient for you so we can all just, like, hang hang out together all the time. And so then – I guess now I'm getting into how I met Sam. But oh, that's it's, fine. <laughs> so then, like, we – I went up there to visit Haley for her brother's uh, homecoming, my family. We all went up there. And there was a guy that was sitting, like, up in the pews. And I was like, Haley, who's that guy up there? He's so cute. And she's like, that's Sam. That's the one. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yes, set me up with him. Like, he's freaking hot. (laughs) So then. Which, by the way, out of all the people who were telling us how great Sam was, it was all girls. The one guy, of course, was Jace. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, like, besties. Jace is gay for Sam. (laughs) Anyway. So, yeah. um, And then we met that, like, afternoon. And then, like, that whole week I was up there, we hung out with each other every day. Like, we kissed, like, the second day we knew each other. Nice. Yeah, like, it was one of those fast-moving things. And then we were in Utah, dated, got engaged, got married in California. And when we were married in California, I was doing hair from home for people. Uh And I also got a nanny job. And I got a nanny job for this family that had the baby. He was four months old when I started, so he was really little. Oh, wow. And then I was with them until he turned, until he was like one and a half. So like I went through all the baby stages with him, which I had never actually really like been so like much around before. Yeah, I'm assuming you babysitted like older kids when you were younger. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, you know, people don't usually leave their babies with people and yeah. whatever. Just so like three or four year olds. Or yeah. Something. So like I always look back at that and think like that was actually a really beneficial job for me at the time in my life because like I learned. I feel like then when I had my own babies, I like my first baby specifically, I like kind of like had an idea about like 
stages and like mm-hmm. you know I don't know it was just kind of like a like introduction kind of a thing I guess you could say well it's glad it's good that you loved it because I actually didn't like anyone else's kids until I had my own <laughs> I actually at the point now where I don't need to hold anyone else's babies yeah, because I'm like, just like I, I have, have my own, own daughter yeah. like, and your kid might have like a snotty nose <laughs> and I don't want to deal with it I know it. I feel this I feel like now when I'm around other people's kids well it depends on who it is yeah. like my close friends I still love their kids just as much as mine but like sometimes I I have like such a lower patience. Yes. You know, it's like I don't know, it's just weird like when cuz and that's the thing is like so with this the uh boy that I nannied, well he was a boy. And so like he wasn't really the best baby and uh-huh. I remember like I was when I was pregnant I was like I don't want a boy. Yeah. Cuz that baby was so hard and for some reason I just like associated that with like all boys mm-hmm. being that way. But now I don't want girls. I only want boys because that's what I have. So I'm the opposite. So I really wanted a boy. Yeah. And when I found out it was a girl, I was like, damn it. And then <laughs> now that I've had a girl and I've been around other little boys, I'm yeah. like, screw that crap, dude. Like, dude, give me a girl any day. Yeah, I don't got to talk about certain things when they get older. <laughs> but it's just, yeah, I don't know. I've never had a boy, so I don't know. But yeah. it's just, it's, it's funny. That, I feel like it's the same thing. It's like once they're your own, yeah. you just like don't even like think about, you know, and, and I, I don't have patience for some other people's kids, especially yeah. if they're not well-behaved. Yeah. But it's like, I guess because they're not your responsibility. So, like, you're just like, yeah, I don't need to worry about them. Yeah, or you're just like, oh, like, why are they acting like that? Yeah. But it's like you don't really know their personality or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, you just you don't know. you don't want to discipline them because you want to be that parent. <laughs> yeah. Like, discipline someone else's kids. Yeah, but, um, so, yeah. So, when I had that nanny job, I was like, I just, like, started to get baby fever. Uh-huh. And so then we got pregnant and then moved to Arizona. So you just lived in Arizona? Yeah, because Sam did summer sales. Oh, yeah. Ugh, it was terrible. I hated, like, well, the job alone, the job was just sucky and, like. It was freaking hot? Yeah, it was just so hot. It, and we were there for summer, like, because oh, he was yeah. doing summer sales. It was just, like, the worst. But I, I look back and I love that summer, though, because that's when Maverick was born. So that yeah. was, like, when I became a mom. So mm-hmm. it was, like, a super, like, awesome, you know, time to look back in. But so, yeah, I – so, and up until I was, like – so I was working for that nanny job, and then I got a job to work from home because when I knew I was pregnant, I was, like, I should find something I can just work from home and yeah. do. But, so um, it's not a sticky transition when your baby's actually there? Yeah, exactly. But then, like, the job was just, like, I didn't like it. So, like, Sam's, like, just quit, whatever. It's not a big deal. Like, <laughs> So I was, like, okay, because he knew – like, I think he knew and I knew, like, I'm not going to want to work when I have babies and – or it would it would have been a little bit of time before you know I would feel like ready to like work again. So yeah. and then ever since then I just well so and I did get I had this last year I got a job working at a bakery in town in Spanish Fork. Nice. And so I was a baker there. There it's a cookie shop. What's the name of it? Um, it's called the Cookie Crave. Oh. They have really good cookies. Really. Yeah, and so like I had seen that they were hiring, so I went and got the job. But Sam got a new job at, he got like a promotion, like new kind of a position at work. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, and he has to travel more. Oh. And so I was like, I don't know if I want to deal with like not being around so much. Finding a babysitter. Yeah. And like now that I'm like, I don't really, I, I don't know. But it was nice to have that just to get out of the house. Yeah. Because it's like a lot when you're at home. Dude. So yeah. on, for me, when I was home for, so I'd already been working from home for a year. Mm-hmm. And then the last year I was at that job before I moved to where I'm at now, yeah. I had my daughter mm-hmm. and it like, I'm a social butterfly. Yeah. So me, like me not too. being me at uh, yeah. office or in around people and just being at home with my daughter all day. Now, 
granted there were perks like i could go run errands i could clock out whenever i wanted yeah. and come back and finish those hours later right. i could do it at night um i could do it on saturday like oh, oh i feel like you know yeah. i don't feel like working all day i'll do three hours on saturday uh-huh. so those perks were nice and taking care of my daughter was fun because i had her for the first 10 months but oh excuse me um it's freaking it's i get cabin fever yeah like, i do I, too i i've always been trying to go to the gym like two three times a week but uh-huh. um, i especially needed to go and get out of the house <laughs> yeah. just do something because yeah just not moving from my couch all day mm-hmm. and just going to the kitchen and back to the couch like yeah it's yeah it's like it's like you get because like for me like i am always just like bored i'm yeah. like i just need that like or it's not only it's like the kids like they start, I can tell they get stir crazy. Like they're yeah. starting to get like, cr- like all like psycho and like me, screaming me more at me. Than just yeah. These and I'm mom. like, hey, I need, they, they need to get out of the house. Like, so you have to get really creative sometimes because it's like you either go spend money somewhere mm-hmm. or I don't know. So yeah, like sometimes we'll just like, speaking of Chick fil A, we'll just like go to Chick fil A and I'll just like get a lemonade and just to like that, let them play in the playground yeah. or whatever. Or, you know, parks are in the summer and splash pads and all that stuff. But, but yeah, like it's, it can, like, I feel like I always need to have, I don't necessarily need something every day, but like there's got to be a couple of days out of the week that I have like something Some planned stuff, or, yeah. you know, or even just going to the grocery store, like just getting out of the house and like having some, something to get done is just like necessary. Which is going to be harder during the winter time. I know. I'm so mad. It's already, I'm like, oh, this is not okay for yeah. this snow coming this early. Because our daughter, she was only like, what, four months old, five months old when it was winter last year. Oh, so yeah. this time she'll be able to play in the snow and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was but... easier for, it's easier when they're little to just stay inside anyways. Yeah. Because they can't walk or anything. Yeah, we just bought like all these like snow clothes, snow boots for the boys now because I'm like, they both need it now because it's like here. Yeah. Freaking clothing is expensive. I know. And I'm so OCD. Like, I do not like buying used or like getting used clothes. Oh, or, really? I don't like buying used things in general. Like, oh, really? When it comes to electronics, I want to take the cell, I want to take it out of the cellophane wrap myself. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, but clothes, do you not really even no, like? Oh, okay. I'd rather, I know I should. There's We get stuff from siblings and they're like, yeah. I go through them. I'm like, okay, that looks like it's 15 years old. I'm not wearing that. <laughs> my daughter's not wearing that crap. But sometimes you get stuff that's like no, yeah, cool. But, but I just, my, I'm like, oh, I like having new stuff. I like yeah. wa- putting in the washer and then no, wearing it for the first true. time. Yeah, it is kind of But nice. you got to do what you got to do sometimes when yeah. money's tight. Well, and like, no, and we're lucky because with the kids, like I have two boys. So obviously, they and share they, each other's. yeah, they were both born in spring. So it worked out really nice because all of the sizes are just where they need to be for yeah. my second but there's sometimes you know there's stuff just gets worn and whatever so you do have to kind of like and it is nice just to get new clothes for yeah oh look at how cute that little outfit is on him like yeah. you know whatever as we were lucky because for the last little bit while jessica's still working my mom was taking care of our daughter like two days a week she'd come oh here. yeah and like we'd come home and she's like, oh yeah, I went to Target and I found a new outfit for her. And I'm like, oh sweet, I didn't have to buy yeah, something. Yeah, I love it when that so, happens. Grandparents spoiling their kids. Yeah. But kind of something I really wanted to talk about is like, why do you think, especially nowadays, like why do you think stay-at-home moms get such a bad rap? I don't know. I mean, I feel like, I feel like it can go both ways. Yeah. Because I feel like now it's almost like sometimes it's like the popular thing to do to be a mom. And I feel like a lot of that has to do with the whole like Instagram world, like the whole like influencer, yeah. like, Cause you can you know, see, you can follow who you want to follow. So you might think that maybe career yeah, woman's more popular true. or stay at home moms more popular, depending on who you follow. Yeah, but that's true. It's just, it just depends, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's, it's super push now with the whole like, 
career woman thing? Women rights. Yeah. Like we deserve just as much and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, all that stuff. But I don't know. Cause it's like, I feel like, why wouldn't you want to just be at home with your kids yeah. and like have, I don't know, like be on your own schedule and not have a boss to report to. Yeah. I think it's just sometimes I've met women in my life that they just, they grew up wanting to get a career. Just that's yeah, about true. Because, and I don't know if it's because they feel like they won't get much satisfaction out of being a stay-at-home mom. Like yeah, they feel like they yeah. have to have a career or to get satisfaction. I feel like maybe some of it comes from like the way they were raised oh, yeah? too. Because like I mean, my mom was home most. Like I said, like she was home all the time when we were home. So like for me, I was always like, oh, I can't wait to have my kids and like you yeah. know do whole like the whole mom thing. Because we were homeschooled for a majority of our life. And my mom didn't have a job, but she would go do like, um, it's like where they have the whistles on the play yards at elementary school. Oh yeah. Like we the call yard them, duties. Yeah. We call them noon duties. Yeah. <laughs> so she did that while we were doing homework at home. Yeah. Uh, cause I went to fourth grade and then I got pulled out and, but then when we became teenagers, my mom got a job at like curves. Okay. So it's kind of similar to you. We're like, when we got older, like yeah. we still saw our mom a lot, but she, my dad was the one who did the work and my mom was you know, get part-time jobs here and then start working at Curves when we got older. But I don't know. It's it's just, it definitely is uh, how you were raised. And I, I don't think it's, I'm not there to say whether, which is better. I guess it's whatever works for you. But. Yeah. And that's the thing too, is like, cause I know you like, you asked me, you had sent me the question of, um, do you think that some stay home moms is for everybody is for everyone yeah it's definitely not no. because like i have friends and sometimes i'm like oh my gosh like <laughs> i don't know i just feel like i can see that they struggle yeah and i mean everyone has their own like way of doing things you know uh-huh. but like i do i can tell with certain women that being a mother just comes easier to them it's just yeah. more of a natural and that's fine because some women i know are like so driven and like such great workers and so for them that works yeah you know and it, i don't know so i guess yeah it, it's kind of like it just depends on the individual too and like what type of personality they have and like yeah because i feel like nurturing like every woman is a nurturing like has that nurturing yeah, it's like, like innate thing yeah like but some of us for some i think it's I don't know, maybe just more patience, I guess, or I I don't know. It's different between, definitely between men and women too, because with me, while I was work, I had to work from home. I had to be on my laptop all the time and I would make sure to take care of my daughter and pay attention to her. But it's a lot, even when I'm at home, I'll be on my phone or I'll, or I'll play with her for a bit. I won't play with her as long. Like, yeah, I'm making myself sound like a really bad dad. (laughs) No, but but basically it's like, it's harder, I think, generally for men to be more engaged with their kids sometimes. Yeah, like as opposed to the mom who's like, "No, I gave birth to this kid." Like, I know yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I to feel do. like moms just have more of like that like connection. Not that it's like a better connection, no, but it's, it's just they have. It's like they like literally like let the baby grow in them for nine months. Yeah. Not let, but you know, and then it's like even just like like pushing the baby out and like just I don't know it's like that like weird connection that you have just with those like because like I know I've heard a lot of men say like while their wives are pregnant they don't really like they're just like whatever like you know she's Uh growing a baby whatever 
And it's usually not until the baby's actually here that they feel that, like, yeah. love for the baby. Because, like, women are always just like, oh, I love my baby so much. And, like, they haven't even met the baby yet or whatever yeah. it is. And, like. It's hard for the man to realize that. Yeah. Because they're like, I'm not doing the same thing you're doing right now. Yeah. But it's I think it, a lot of that is just the way, like, men and women's brains just function yeah. so much differently. Here's so. another example that makes me not sound as bad of a dad, probably. <laughs> to kind of get my point across about how men are different with their kids. Now, again, this is. Generally speaking, I do have met some dads who are just amazing with their kids. That's and like, true. That's what they're all about. Yeah. It's just harder for me and some other people to like stay engaged for a long period of time. Um, so when we switched roles where I got the job a couple months ago where I'm now working out of the uh -huh. house and Jessica's now switching. Because yeah. the 10 months, like Jessica would have hard days where she was just like in tears and she'd be, she's like, John, I look at pictures of our daughter while I'm at work because I miss her so much. Uh, yeah. And I couldn't understand that because I was with her the whole time. Yeah. But now that I'm not out, I'm out of the house. Mm -hmm. I don't like. I think about my daughter, but I don't think about her like my <laughs> yeah, wife like did you don't when have she that was emotional gone. Yes, and I think that's just all. a yeah. difference between men and women. Where like yeah. I do miss my daughter, but like it's not the same. Where like I like like my wife, where she just yeah. wanted to be home. Like so. you're you're just wired to like be like the patriarch figure and yeah. like work and you know make sure like, she's taken care of and yeah. have a fun time with her when I'm home. But like yeah, it's just a different connection. I think it has a lot to do with I didn't grow her and give birth to her and whatnot. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I would say too that it's not for, every, if it's not for everybody, like I know we were always taught that the most ideal situation is to have a stay at home mom. And that's what my wife and I are trying to strive for. Mm -hmm. And there's certain struggles to that, to making it a re reality. But yeah, I guess everyone's just, I think it's most important for these couples to like, you got to have the conversation. Yeah. Especially true. when you're getting married, like what is our plan for having kids? Yeah. Like if you don't have the conversation, that's going to be really yeah. Harry, when you have to have that I don't know. Do discussion. you feel like you and Jessica had that conversation? We probably did, but... I know. I don't even know if remember if, like... I mean, I think Sam knew that, like... Like, we both knew we wanted to have kids, and, like... I don't know. It Also, life, I've realized as I'm getting older, and the, the thing that we're in right now where we're going through, like, trying to figure out life, living in a basement, trying to save for money to pay off school loans... Yeah. Life is not going the way we had planned. Yeah. So even true. if you do it plan... It never goes the way you plan. Yes. Yeah, so even if you yeah. do plan where both of you are going to work and you have a babysitter, or if you plan that one of you is going to stay home... I feel like it's, your plans get screwed over yeah, anyway. Yeah, something so, always happens. And... So, I mean, like, we've been lucky enough now to where Jessica's going to stay home and we're kind of going off of leap of faith of, you know, she's going to make money somehow, but yeah. it's not guaranteed because it's all commissioned. But yeah. we feel like this is the right way to do it. And so it's just, it's, I guess everyone's, for what I'm saying and people are listening, you just got to figure out what works best for you. Yeah. And you have to co-create that plan. Yeah, you if, definitely if you're not need to board, be on the same page. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, it's like, even I feel like, I don't know, like I feel like sometimes there's days where I'm like, losing my mind with the kids because they're yeah. just like going crazy or whatever it is and it's just like a hard day and like sam will come home and he comes he's at work all day yep but like to me it's like different because i'm the one juggling the kids and, but yep. he's at i mean you know we both have different types of jobs and so it's like i have this like expectancy where it's like why aren't you playing with them like uh -huh. i need to sit like you can't be sitting like i just made dinner like well like you know it's like i need some time now but like He's still working too. So it's like you have to really like communicate because like like it was a while back that like I was telling like I don't know. We had the conversation once where I was like sometimes I feel like you get home and you're just like la-di-da like yeah. you know. And, but it's like dude like I need you to – but then when he was like well yeah but I'm at work too like yeah. so. And I'm grateful that I did work for 
taking care of my daughter for 10 months because now I understand can, the like, perspective it. Yeah. of I did need to hand our daughter off to yes. my wife. I know. Sometimes I wish that Sam would just have like a week with me not being around, yeah. you know, for just to, like, and I know he like appreciates what I, he knows what it entails. Yeah. But sometimes I'm like, I don't know if he really knows though. Yeah. Like, and that's why I'm glad if anything, yeah. that 10 months gave me the perspective of totally. what it's like to be a stay at home mom or, or parent. Yeah. Because they're, they're finding out more and more when women go out to these careers uh-huh. that there's this thing called second shift uh, where if the husband works from home or mm-hmm. he's a stay-at-home dad, the woman will come home because she has that special relationship or that nurturing for mm-hmm. her kids. She'll come home from a long work day and then she'll do on top of that, take care of the kids. Mm-hmm. So they're calling it this thing. It's this thing they're finding with oh, more crew. It's called second yeah. shift where the woman not only have to do their, their career, they're yeah. coming home and taking care of the kids too. And it's putting some sort of strain on some relationships oh, as they found as yeah, more sense. women are working in the workforce. Yeah, it's so. like a lot of work. It's crazy. Like people just don't like, I don't know, like sometimes people will be like, well, what do you do all day? And oh yeah, I'm I was like, about to ask you that. What's your typical day? Like okay. get people a schedule generally. Um, well, I mean, it changes, you know, with the kids ages yeah. and like with babies, it's like, I don't know, like I'd say like newborn to maybe like three months, they're just sleeping all day yeah. and eating and then you know, which is like of, my least favorite stage. Yeah, it, I don't like newborns. <laughs> yeah, newborns are kind of I don't know. It's just for me, it's like it goes both ways because it's such a like precious like they're just so still and, and sleep fragile. like they're just yeah they're just so like oh it's so cute but like at the same time it's hard because you have to like teach them how to sleep and yep. like get them into the whole routine of like welcome to this world like yeah. this, is, this is when you yeah. eat this is when you sleep this is daytime this is nighttime yeah yeah. For me, my first, my, I say it, my first favorite stage was when my daughter was like four months old. Okay, That's yeah. When they start giving you back personality. And yes. Stuff. Before they that, like start smiling yeah. and like interacting and like yeah and giggling. Uh-huh. And then it's like it just takes up from there because then they start crawling, and like walking and just like I don't know. Yeah, my daughter's starting to wave now at people. Oh, cute. Yeah. yeah. She runs a lot too. It's funny when she runs <laughs> because they have a, such a small body and their legs, yeah. they're still trying to figure out how their legs work. <laughs> she moves so much when she's like hopping almost and uh-huh. running, but she's not covering much distance because she <laughs> yeah. still doesn't know how to run like an actual, yeah. with her legs, you know, in know. front of her. It is kind of funny. Super funny. Yeah. So, okay. So a day now, like for me right now, my days basically, so typically they both wake up by 7 a.m., uh huh. Um, sometimes sooner, sometimes later, but it's pretty predictable that they're both gonna be up by at least seven. Yeah. And then I always turn on the news every morning because I just like to. Why I don't know, do you do that? I, I like watching the news. You I need to stop doing that. That'll probably alleviate the some extra stress. No, but out of your like life. I don't know. Like I feel like. I don't know. I just like to hear about what's going on locally and like, I, I guess know. local news, but yeah, I just do local news. I can't stand like Fox news <laughs> or CNN or both of them. They're just ridiculous. No. Yeah. I just do like local news, you know? And then like, so I always, you know, we make breakfast and feed them. And then I always have a huge mess to clean up after that. Yep. I remember that. Um, and oh, and I actually drink celery juice every morning. So that's like another step I've added to my day. Have you heard about doing that? No. So you do or your kids do as I well? I do. Actually, I do. And my little boy, Zeke, he does it with me sometimes too. I'll make him drink it because he's actually, it's weird. Like one day I was drinking it and he was like reaching for it. I was like, oh, do you want some? 
And uh-huh. ever since then, he just is like, he calls it, he'll be like, juice. And I'm like, okay, you want some? He's going to have a rude awakening when he finds out what actual good juice tastes like. I know. Like no, he does have normal juice. That's what's weird. Like I don't know. Orange. I think he just sees me drinking it. So he's just like, oh, I want to do what mom's doing. I don't mm-hmm. know. But yeah, there's like a bunch of different like positive things that like, well, I started drinking it because my sister-in-law, Kelly, which I think she's, I know she's been on your podcast before. Yeah. I have really sensitive skin. I have eczema. And so she was like, you should drink it because I've heard it's supposed to be really good, like benefits for your skin. And Utah, yeah. Like, cause Utah are so dry. Yes, I have dry skin. Yeah. And I'm used to like, you know, obviously I always was in California growing up. And so it's crazy. Like, it's crazy how much a difference it makes. And it's weird because it's like, it literally, it, it like, it's like an energy booster. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. There's It's a bunch of different stuff. Get some greens. Yeah, it's I one of those things. I just got some new lotion. Oh, yeah? Because my brother's like, tries this new lotion from Bath & Body Works what for it, men. Oh, yeah. It's called Teak Tree or something. Teak something. Oh, Tea Tree smell, Oil or Not something? Tea Tree. It's called like Teak Teak something. Oh, see, I can't even like I can't even like use any lotion that has any type of scent. Really? Yeah. It's got a little manly scent. It gets into my clothes. Oh, <laughs> it's like a cologne kind of yeah, situation. Yeah. So I, I just have to use lotion because I inherited my yeah. curly hair from my mom mm. and my dry skin. And living up here in Utah, every winter, yeah, I can just sucks. feel it in the air when I, I know. My yeah, skin totally. starts to crack yep. and stuff. But yeah, I get, so I get itchy. Um. Oh, it's called teak wood. Oh, teak wood. Yeah. yeah, that sounds very manly. Oh, yeah, even the bottle looks Yeah, it's manly. like a beige color. <laughs> yeah. None of that fruity stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, and then... Um, so you do breakfast, clean yeah, up the mess. Depending on the day, like, if I have errands to go do, I always go do it in the morning, mm-hmm. like, after we're done eating breakfast. Um, Before nap time. Yeah, because then I feel like I can, like, get things in and kind of, like, give me some time to, like, at least just feel like I'm getting out of the house or whatever. Oh, and now that it's cold, I haven't been, but when it was good weather, I would go out and take them on a walk every morning. We would go take our dog on a walk because I had read somewhere that like being outside first thing in the morning can give you like just as much like energy energy as like drinking a cup of coffee. And so I was like, "Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. And I'm like, and it's like, I love going on walks too with them because they just like, like Maverick, he'll ride his bike, and I just push Zeke in the stroller, and we just like you know we just go around the block. It's not like a you yeah, know, but that's like long... a, that's like an adventure to them. Yeah, exactly. And like they always just love like seeing the trucks and the cars and whatever it is. Like so, it's just nice to get the. It's another excuse just to get them out of the house and like yeah, you know burn whatever. Some energy. Yeah, get their blood flowing. But then, um, and I usually like we'll have like after I'm done watching the news, I'll turn on a cartoon for them, just like let them like play or watch a show or whatever. And then nap time is usually anywhere between like like 10:30 and noon. Kind of depends on the day. Yeah. And then um in the afternoon I'll just do whatever like stay at home and play with them in the yard or take them to the park. I've actually been doing the past couple of months I've been going to the library every Friday mm. just to kind of like go and take cuz I like love reading books with them and they love books. So yeah. we'll go and get books and you can rent movies and what like books are you reading with them right now? Twilight? <laughs> no. Just kidding. I would never read that garbage <laughs> to your kids. Your... I actually can't wait to start reading chapter books to them because like it's like Harry Potter? Yes, like Harry Potter yeah. and like oh, I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of like fun like chapter books that you can like yeah. you know like read them before going to bed because my mom would always do that with us we'd always like pick a book and the three of us would sit and she'd like read a chapter us before bed or whatever box cart kids yes or what was the other one like babysitter's club yeah and um i like berenstein bears when i was a kid but oh those yeah aren't really chapter books but they're like fun the little, little picture books yeah. yeah yeah so it just depends i don't know and like 
Is it hard putting two different kids in, uh, to na- to nap down? Oh no! So only only my baby takes a nap. Oh was, yeah, Maverick whoa. stopped ta- taking naps when he was like two and a half, oh. which so I, is I only yeah. have like a year left. With I know. I remember. It's like you're like no, I can't. No, like I can't not have that time because that's the thing is I honestly look forward to nap time and bedtime so much every day. Yes. Because you need that downtime of just, like, no kids. It's, like, you need uh-huh. to have your, like, quote-unquote, like, lunch break kind yeah. of a thing. You know? It's, like, I don't know. And then... Because um, I remember when I was working from home, that was, like, where I got a lot of work done. Yeah. Because yeah, my job, totally. when I was, I was from my laptop, it was very monotonous doing the same thing over and over uh-huh. again, which was fine because it was easy to do that and take care of my daughter. Yeah. But especially as she started getting older and crawling, like, you, you just need more that, attention. Like, yeah. two and a half, three hours of, yep. like, I need time to myself get some work done yeah and not have to focus on work and my daughter mm-hmm. yeah so, makes and sense. i'm like i love like i'm a crafty person so i always have like a different craft or sewing or whatever it is that do i you, have uh, do you just scrapbooking i do scrapbooking <laughs> nice. yep. i am the total typical mom like i do all of the mom stuff <laughs> all of the mormon mom stuff yeah <laughs> but yeah and then i always will like I'll like, you know, here I am, Mormon mom. I'll like read my scriptures every day when he's taking a nap. Like uh-huh. I'll just do, I always try and do something for myself each day yeah. while he's napping just because I feel like I need that like. To stay sane. Yes. Yeah. Like, or even if it's just like sitting on my phone for like what, however long, yeah. you know, just to like kind of have that like time to like decompose and just like. Decompress, I think is the word Or decompress, for. whatever. Decompose is what mummies do <laughs> or bodies. <laughs> Or, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I feel like it just gives me that, like, kick of, like, energy I need for the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah. You know? No, nap time is totally, yeah. That time to yourself is just, like. Yeah. Sometimes if you, it's just so you could take a nap yourself. Yes, I love doing that. Yeah. I Well, I, lately I've been trying to just take, like, a 30-minute nap. Because yeah. before I, like, when both of them were napping or when I just had one and he would nap, I would probably take a nap for two hours if I could. Yeah. Or, if, you know. If I didn't have anything else to do, but now I've like really liked taking thirty minute naps because I it because have you heard about how like taking a thirty nap can give you like a kick of energy? Yeah, yeah. Because taking a two or three hour nap is no longer a nap; it's called sleep. Yeah, and then it like slows you down. So yeah, I I like doing that, and I thank goodness for technology because I'll be like, here, Mav, here's your Kindle, like because yeah. he'll just sit for thirty minutes if I let him, and just like, well, he could sit probably all day on that thing if I let him. Yeah, but um, screen time's another thing with, nowadays with kids. Isn't it crazy to think that our kids will never know a world without iPads? Well, yeah. It, I honestly, and I, I sometimes think, like, how did my mom do it without technology? Technology. Like, yeah. I mean, we had TV, but, like, seriously, like, having my phone or the iPad or whatever it is, like, I'm just like, here, like, sometimes even if I am, like, going crazy during the day, I'll just be like, here, here's my phone, here's my iPad, like, just go sit over there, like, uh-huh. while I clean up this mess that you made or whatever it is, like... It's just finding that balance because we tried, we were successful, we pat ourselves on the shoulders of we didn't want to do screen time for the first year. Oh, yeah. And so we did that, and so now our daughter is uh, almost 17 months old, and only within the last two or three months where she's become a lot more wiggly mm-hmm. when changing her diaper... Well, we've now broken down. Give like, okay, just here's the freaking phone so you <laughs> yeah. can look at it. We've introduced some shows to her, like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and stuff, but nothing like to where okay. she's sitting in front of it for a half yeah. hour. That'll come. But So another fun fact, have you do you ever let her watch Sesame Street? Not yet. Okay. You should, because my pediatrician last week when I took uh, Maverick in for his three year checkup, he was like because I was like asking about like preschool and stuff. Cause I was I don't know, like 
this year I was feeling so much pressure from all my friends like, oh, are you going to put him in preschool? And I'm like, he's three. Like, I don't like I had no plans. And then all of a sudden I was like, Sam, we got to find a preschool. Uh Like, obviously we didn't because he's not in preschool. And because I'm like, he still has another year of being four of preschool before he starts kindergarten. So I'm like, let's just wait till he's four. It would be nice to have. For me, so he can get out of the house. Yeah, but so you just have your younger boy. I feel like when I, I feel like I do though enjoy, like I need to savor the time I have with him still at home with me every day. You know, yeah. I don't know because I'll probably look back and be like, oh, I miss it. But so says back to Sesame Street. Um, he was telling me that there was a study done that kids who went to preschool compared to kids who watched Sesame Street consistently were at the same level in kindergarten of like. Oh, how fast they learned. Well, and like, no, just because, like, I mean, did you ever watch Sesame Street growing up? I did. You probably haven't in a long time. No. But like, if you watch it, it's very much like there's a word of the day, there's a letter, there's a number. Like, they're all super like educational, like songs and and, like things like that. And so, like, I mean, I I think the point is, is like preschool, like, how much of a difference does it even make for them, like, academically? Yeah, it's more just like like, joy school. Yeah. A couple of the moms that are Yeah, they all like like, make a group and meet up like once a week or whatever. Yeah. I feel like it was every day, but it probably was once a week. When you're a (laughs) kid like that young, you think like a lot of things (laughs) take a lot longer than they really were. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's crazy. Like, yeah, you should let her watch Sesame Street because maybe she'll start learning. She can learn about, uh, some societal changes with uh, <laughs> watching Bert and Ernie. Yeah, and like, well, it's funny too because like you can see like all of the like they always have like a guest on the show, yeah. and it's like, oh my gosh, there's Jimmy Fallon or like oh, whatever. Like yeah. when they're like way like younger, and they still do ep- like they do new episodes now. Really? Still, yeah. The only thing I remember about um, Sesame Street was the Dane Christmas special and the Feliz Navidad song. Oh, I don't, re- I don't remember that. They one. would just sing it, <laughs> and they would they'd say, "I want to wish you a Merry Christmas." Afterwards, but it was like yeah. this special. It was a Christmas special, and Big Bird was on ice skates. Oh my gosh! Which I don't know how they did that. Wait, so was this like? It was like on the show. Yeah, it was. Not, I was like, oh. it might have been a made-for-TV special, like one oh, night only. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we were we either recorded it on VHS or you could buy that special in stores on VHS and we'd oh, watch it. Yeah, go to Blockbuster and rent it. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but that's the only thing I remember from Sesame Street was Big Bird on well, the I Well, okay, so I actually, when I watch it now, they still have cartoon things that are like from like way back that oh. they still play. So it's weird when you watch it, you're like, oh my gosh, I I remember this like song or cartoon or whatever. Uh-huh. It's kind of weird, but yeah, I don't know. So, so then you got the naps, and then you so, got okay, yeah, back to what my my day looks like. like. So yeah, the nap, and then we do lunch. So I'll make them lunch, and then there's you know bunch to clean up from that, and then. We just kind of hang out or do whatever. I And I, like, I try and, like, so with Maverick, he's three. Lately, like, what I've been doing with him, since he's not in preschool, I've just been doing letters with him at home. Like, I'll do a new letter each week. Yeah. So when Zeke is taking his nap, Mav and I will usually sit down for, like, five minutes or however long. Like, maybe sometimes it's only two. But I kind of, like, will plan out the week, and I have, like, different things for him to do with that specific letter or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So, um... And then I usually start making dinner around, like, because Sam, he's he gets off work at 3.30, so he's usually home by, like, 4. And sometimes he'll, he'll go to the gym, and if the, he goes to the gym on days, he's home by, like, 5.30. Mm-hmm. So I usually start making dinner around, like, 3 or 4, and then we we usually eat early. I don't know. Do you guys eat early now yeah. with kids? 
The way it works now with my schedules, I don't get home till like five thirty. Okay. I get off at five, but I have to drive from Sandy if there's traffic. Oh, it sucks. yeah. So then, yeah, we usually eat around five thirty or six. Yeah, because I feel like I remember before we had kids, we did not eat at five. No. Like we would eat at like eight. Yeah, and I but think now- that it makes sense why your dinner schedule is kind of determined by your kids' schedule. Yeah, like you have to feed them before, before they, they have a couple hours before bed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then so we put we put Zeke in bed at seven. Which is like it's usually when Eleanor goes to sleep. Yeah, seven anytime between seven and eight. Yeah, and then Maverick will just go to bed shortly after him. So, and I always just look forward to that time of day. I'm just like, I yeah. can't wait for bedtime. Like, cause we and then Sam and I always have a show or something that we're watching. So we always like to just you know sit and watch a show or whatever. And do you do like do you go to the gym at all, or is it you consider like your, I, mor- your morning walks your <laughs> workout? No, I do go to the gym. I haven't in a while. I've just been like putting it off. But I was just thinking about like, do you? What are some things you do that like, other than like when you have your own time when the kids are asleep? Like, other than watching shows, like, um, do you do anything that's for you only? I guess you got that scrapbooking to work on. Yeah, I feel like I usually do that time is like during nap time when I have like things that I'm. Uh, I feel okay. like after they go to bed, I really don't want to do anything. I just want to like sit well, on the couch. Usually, what time usually you go to bed at night? Um, I usually go to bed at like ten thirty or eleven. Yeah, so but you Sam really goes don't... to bed pretty. He goes to bed earlier than me because he has to wake up early. Yeah. So, so I go to bed pretty late. I should go to bed early, but I'm a night owl. Yeah, and I'm I'm a night owl too. But like with, I don't know. You can't really be with the kids. Yeah, because yeah. they wake me. I I don't have a choice. Yeah. They're up. I have to be up. Yep. So I don't know, but yeah, I do when I am in like a workout phase. Uh-huh. I'll like Sam and I will switch off. So he'll when he gets home, I'll I would just leave and go to the gym okay that makes sense so yeah because and i actually would prefer to work out in the morning i love working out in the morning i hate working out really in the morning. i did my philosophy and everyone who's probably listening to this has probably heard this, even my <laughs> friends i do not like working out while waking up oh I yeah can't do it. yeah i even I can had a couple that. experiences where if i didn't eat or yeah I did leg workouts I got, like, no, I got nauseous have. actually like yeah or so I, I yeah i always work uh yeah. i always work out at night I do really like to in the morning just because I feel like I like starting my day off yeah, like makes that. Sense. And But I, it's like to get the kids on our gym membership to have two for in the, to go to like the daycare, it's like an extra like 30 bucks a month on the, on the membership. Yeah, F that. And I'm just like, no, that's not worth it. Like no. if I was going every day, I don't know, we'd ha- you'd have to do the math and see how much it ends up costing. But so it's worth it, but. Yeah, it's, so we just switch off because it's like easier that way for when he gets home and then we'll just switch off, but. Like this summer, I was running a lot. I did run a half marathon in the nice. spring. Yeah, Congrats. so like Jessica just did one too. The haunted half. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. I saw that. That was. I wanted to do that, except for it was freezing cold that morning. Luckily, I think for hers, it didn't. Technically, the run didn't start till eight thirty or nine. Oh, okay. So it wasn't. Ugh. It wasn't as cold as some. Yeah, because we were driving up to Heber that day. And I saw all the people out there running, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad. Because I, I thought about signing up for that one because I had a friend who was going to, but she didn't. <laughs> so, but Yeah, I did a one-half marathon, and that's probably the last one I'll do. <laughs> it was, like, right after I got home from my religious excursion, so I was, like, <laughs> 10 years younger. But yeah, I enjoy running, but not – like, it's kind of funny. Like, I get the whole achievement of the goals. Yeah. But I'm like, I could do this – I, if I really wanted to go run that many miles, I could just go do it on my own. Like, I don't yeah. want to pay 60 bucks to Yeah, it is kind of annoying because you have to pay. And that's, I definitely, like, after doing just a half, I'm like, there's no way I'm anywhere close to wanting to do a full. Yeah, Jessica did one, like, so two or three years ago. far. Like, yeah. it's 
stupid how far it is. Yeah, twenty six point two is that what it is? Yeah, because yeah. thirteen point one is a half. Yeah, it's double. Yeah, it's insane. I don't. I mean, I never try to complain when my wife wants to go work out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, so oh, I have a question. I was looking at. Oh, what's like the most frustrating like thing about being a stay at home mom? Um, other than we kind of talked about a little bit where you're like. Sometimes going crazy just, at home or whatever. Need, yeah, cabin yeah. fever. You need to like yeah. you need to have your own time, but like I guess I would say probably just like the kids' behavior. Like depending on how like it's hard when you're I feel like especially now having a toddler, it's like you have to really I don't know. Keep them engaged. Yeah, there's just like so much more now. Like they have a opinion. They have like if they're hungry, they can get so angry. Yeah. And like it, there's just like a lot of little things where it's like or now that like he has a sibling, like he hates that Zeke is playing with his car, but oh, he yeah. hasn't touched that car in like a week. So He's it's having just to yeah. Learn how to share and stuff. Yeah. Like it's I feel like that can be really hard, like working with like keeping your cool. Yeah. With the toddlers. Like, that's what it is. I think it's just like, because there are days where I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, I just want to put you outside in the backyard and lock the door and yeah. not let you come back in. It's funny because like, I I had, a, I had a pretty short temper growing up, but as I got, old, as I got older, uh-huh. it's not as bad, but that temper came back yeah. with my daughter. It's hard. When she was a newborn and you could not get her to stop crying. Oh like, yeah. We were like, what do you want? Yeah, like, yeah. I wanted to punch a wall one time because uh, yeah, it's, it's just. Hard. And the funny thing is, is I heard one time from a nurse like it's natural to have thoughts to want to throw your baby. <laughs> it's not natural to actually do it. Yeah, true. So, and it, it, when I heard that, and I heard like my brother's experience, other people like it made me feel like because you feel like a dick after you freaking have those thoughts of like I know, Can you just true. shut up for a second. Yeah. But it's yeah. normal. Again, that's not normal to actually act out those actual <laughs> thoughts. But yeah, it, there's just some things that people cannot understand as yeah. a parent until you've experienced it yourself. Yeah, totally. And I imagine it keeps getting harder and harder with those new stages. Yeah, like with, just like with discipline, like it's yeah. really tough because like I've so there's a book I've been listening to, an audio book. That's another thing I like to do is just like sometimes I'll just like listen to a book or a podcast or whatever it is. Uh-huh. Um, so. It's called No Drama Discipline. It's actually really, really cool. I love it. And it's like you have to like really understand like the one the age and the phase they're in. And like you kind of have to figure out like, okay, like I'm on the phone talking to so-and-so right now and he wants a string cheese from the refrigerator. Yeah. And he's like, but he's getting mad because his car is stuck or what like they can like get like there's there's always like an underlying thing that's going on that they like are frustrated with that they'll kind of start to take it out on like other things yeah so you kind of sometimes you have to like stop and think like okay like why is he acting like this right now like what is going on because you can ask them like what's the matter but they really don't know what's the matter like, yeah they're just trying to figure out their own emotions at yeah the same time and express or like oh can. i I still have, like, he needs a snack because he hasn't eaten in a couple hours or whatever it is. Like, you just have to kind of, like, like, that can be really hard because you're just like, oh, my gosh, like, what is going on? And, like, I don't know. I feel like also another thing that can be hard is um, sleep. Like, yeah, I hate that because, like, I know it, and that's. I feel like everything is so dependent on how the child is. Like, I don't know, and and the gender. Like, 
because I have a lot of nieces and sometimes they have such emotional breakdowns and I'm like, what is going on? Like, why is she crying about that? Because yeah. my boys don't really cry about like little, I don't know. It's just, but sleeping, like, it, I don't know, like. Sleeping for you or for the kids? For me. Oh, yeah. Like, it's hard because sometimes I'm like, I just want to take a nap or I don't know, like there's nights where one of them will wake up crying and it's like, what's going on? Like, are they sick? Or I don't know. I don't know. Do you feel like, like, is, is your daughter a good sleeper? Yeah, she is. Like we did this, we did the baby wise book. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And like as a baby, they say you, you have them sleep or you feed them every two hours. Is that what it was? Or every hour? I can't remember what it was, but it, then you put them down. So by the time they're six weeks old, they will sleep through the night. Yeah. It wasn't as like peachy as that, but yeah. for the most part, and then she got sick when she was like three months old. Her first oh, like that cold, always throws them and off. Threw her off for like a whole month. And teething always throws them yep. off too. But for the most part, now she'll go down at around seven or eight, and she might wake up once in the middle of the night with like a wet diaper if she's not oh. dead asleep. Mm-hmm. Other than that, she sleeps a good yeah twelve hours. Or I know. So. I it guess might maybe it's just as... my kids because yeah. well, it's mostly my toddler. Like he, well, long he, story. Does but... he sleep in a crib? No, oh, okay. he has his own bed. Like he actually has a queen size bed. Like he has our guest bed as oh, his really? bed. Yeah, so he's like spoiled rotten. <laughs> so yeah, takes him forever to even just get off his bed. <laughs> um, it's like a freaking island. Yeah. Bed. Well, luckily, like we we don't have a box spring on it, so it's still low to the floor, so yeah. he can like I always I don't know, so I don't have to worry about him falling out of bed, but. Um, Unless he rolls over like 10 times. <laughs> yeah, but for he's actually never rolled off the bed. Oh, that's good. I don't know if maybe he just still, if he like, no, he's like aware that, I don't know. Was the bed, uh, is it hugged up against the wall? One side is. Yeah, so then there's yeah. 50% less chance of exactly. falling off. <laughs> um, he, long story short, he has, um, there was like, basically there's extra skin in the back of his throat. It's like, um, it's not your tonsils or your... I don't know. There's some scientific name for it, but oh. he had, so he had surgery cause he they ended up like shaving down the skin. Cause he, when he would sleep, there was always like a snoring sound. Oh, even and at that young of an age? When he was a newborn. Oh, and wow. like, I remember cause people would laugh and be like, oh my gosh, he's snoring and he's a baby. And I'm like, yeah, it's funny. And then I started to get like a little concerned cause I'm like, I feel like that's not normal for yeah. like, cause even like up until the summer was when he had surgery. And now, for some stupid reason, after, you know, you pay all this money for surgery, I can still hear it. And he's been waking up a lot again. Oh, really? And so he always will just walk down into our room and be like, Mom, I want you to come in my bed. And I'm just like, ugh. That's the thing is, like, I get in this bad habit of just, like, going and laying with him in bed because he has such a big bed. And so it's like. It's like that fine line of, like, do I make sure, let him sleep on his own and realize, like, he's got to do on his own? Yeah, go back to bed. Or do I actually give in and like just take the easy could, way out <laughs> that, that's another thing that's so scary as a parent because you're realizing that if you don't do certain things or you do certain things that yes. causes a ripple effect for how they behave or yeah. hey, if i do this mom or dad will cave in because it's like yeah like that podcast you had with um the friend of yours who's like a child yeah, psychologist yeah, yeah. Or, like it's when you guys are talking about like the lawnmower compared lawnmower to the parenting yeah What's the other term? So back in the 90s when we were growing up, it was like called helicopter parenting. Oh, parents yeah, are, yeah, Parents were always floating. Now yes. they're saying it's getting worse because as our generation is having kids, they do the lawn. they're literally mowing out kids' problems yes. so that when kids get older, they don't yeah. know how to deal with their own crap. Yeah, and it's it's back to the, like this discipline book that I've been listening to. It's like you have to really teach them like how to like – I don't know, like solve their own problems. Yes. And like control their anger and like figure out like what's going on. And I don't know. That's one thing I really appreciate with the schooling I did for my communication major. My favorite teacher, he did his whole, was it your thesaurus when you're a PhD? 
or your dissertation oh, yeah, is yeah. all in empathy. Oh. And he, so he talks a lot about emotion. Uh-huh. He says even to this day as a grown adult, he'll pull out like a piece of paper. He calls it the emotion wheel. And it has yeah. like 200 emotions listed. Oh my gosh. And if he doesn't understand like kind of an emotion he's feeling, he'll go and oh, pick it out. So that when crazy. you learn how to do that, when that emotion comes up again in your life, it's like a tool belt where you'll know how to yeah, use it. Yeah, like you kind of know how to react to situations or whatever. Because he was like our generation and his generation, like they don't, we didn't know how to like express emotions or identify them. And they kind of like... Anger was bad and crying was bad and, mm-hmm. and happiness is good. But he's like, that's not how we should be teaching it. It's all emotions. I think he explained like there's light and dark emotions, mm-hmm. but all emotions are good. It's just knowing how to channel them and yeah. knowing how to like use them in certain situations because yeah. it's totally normal to feel angry or to feel sad. But mm-hmm. if you have like, again, if you're teaching your kids not to cry, yeah, that could screw them up because then they'll never want to like yeah, express an, their emotion when they're older. Yeah. There's a book I've been reading too that um, Sam got me last or this year for Mother's Day. It's called Strong Mothers, Strong Sons. Yeah. And they have one that's like Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters. He has a couple different ones, but that's something is like, um, that she talks about is like teaching them how to like emotionally like control and like understand how they're feeling yeah. and like knowing that like it's okay to feel sad and cry about it or it's okay to feel this and like react this way because sometimes like you get you're like stop crying like yeah. it's okay you're fine you know but it's like but you do have to kind of like take the time to like teach them yeah how to react or whatever i don't know and it's scary like knowing that what my friend said he was on the podcast that most of the time kids will not remember or learn from what you say it's how you react what you do so yeah. i think he gave an example like sense. if you're fixing something and you throw a screwdriver across the room they're gonna know that oh <laughs> dad behaves yep. that way and that's how he expresses his anger yeah. so i can do it too i know yeah no I, and it's funny because there are so many things too that like you don't realize how they're watching you all the time. Yeah. And they say and do things that you do. Like Maverick will do things sometimes. Like Sam and I just look at each other like, oh crap. Like he's totally watching us yeah. and like listening. And like, you're always like, is that the nature or the nurture? Like yeah. is that just innate or because he's our kid or is it like because he learned it from us? Yes. Yeah. Like this this weekend he was like walking down the hallway and he was like, oh, I'm so pissed that it's snowing. <laughs> I was like, crap. <laughs> he can't be used. I know. I, I pissed pissed isn't a bad word but it's just like yeah. it sounds so bad coming out of like a little boy's mouth yeah <laughs> when we were kids we didn't even allow to say fart but it's funny <laughs> like i saw this funny thing on my brother saw this funny thing on reddit talking about the different generations and how like our generation is becoming more knowledgeable about like, expressing emotions and stuff yeah there's a study that came out because well, what year were you born um 92. Okay. So I was 87. So we're still in the millennial generation. Mm-hmm. And it said like a new study comes out saying like millennials are, don't know how to fix things themselves. Like a, they're not a do, D, DIY. Oh, yeah. Like they'd rather pay someone to do it, uh-huh. which is totally me. I'll pay you 20 <laughs> bucks to fix this thing. Yeah. And then the first comment on there, which was someone obviously who's a millennial, mm-hmm. is like, I may not know how to fix my own stuff, but at least I know, how, at least I know how to tell my kids I love them. Because <laughs> oh, they were comparing it that the generation or two before us they always knew, like, my dad knew how to fix anything. And yeah. I'm assuming your dad, or, like, they were yeah. more do it themselves because right. they didn't grow up in a way where they had the money to pay somebody to do it. Uh-huh. So it was just a funny thing of, at least I know how to tell my kids I love them. <laughs> I don't, might not be able to fix my washer, but. Yeah. Or my car, or whatever yeah, it is. Car, but. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, what was I going to, oh, one thing I wanted to ask you was, do you, have you heard any, like, I know maybe not growing, not living in Utah mm-hmm. as a mom, a stay at home mom, like, maybe online, like, have you seen or been around people who've criticized you for staying at home, being a stay-at-home mom, or just people in general? 
Um, Being stay-at-home moms? I mean, I feel like, if anything, I feel like I get, me personally, I get criticism about, why aren't you doing hair? Because that's what you went to school to do. Not the fact that you were a stay-at-home mom, but why are you doing it this way? Yeah, and it it does depend. Like, I feel like... There are like I feel like a lot of it can depend on your religious background too cuz yeah. like being a member of the church like that we are in like it's very much like you are a stay-at-home mom if you're a yeah. woman like yeah. that's what you do. And so like we have family that aren't members of the church and so like sometimes like I have an aunt sometimes will be like oh well like why would you want to have more than two kids? Like uh-huh. kind of a thing like mentality where it's like some other people will be like, Oh, but like, it's something we should do. Like, I don't know. So well, they always saying now, like what three or four is the new six. Yeah, I know. I feel like I've, I've, I don't know. Cause like, I feel like I've heard people say like three, three is the new or four is the new three. I don't know. I feel like it, I guess it just depends on who, who you're, yeah. who you're hearing it from. I, but yeah, how it's many kids true. Are in your family. Three. Yeah, there's six of us. And then yeah. Jessica grew up in a family of six. I don't know how the freak my parents did I that. will never have six kids. No. I never. think it's also we noticed, too, that we're all having kids older. Well, I mean, me and Jess are in our 30s. Yeah. So, and we're having less kids, whereas our parents all started when they were, like, in their... At least our parents started when they were That's early, true. Early I, yeah, I, could, I feel like it's more common, yeah, to see people, like... I feel like it's more common now to see people, too, like, wait a while before having kids. Yeah. Whereas I feel like... A couple years back, it was more. Well, I don't know. Again, it's who you talk to and your personal. Yeah, like who? Yeah, who your circle is, and like I don't know. But But, yeah, like it's the whole state. Like the criticisms of staying at home. Again, I think it just comes back to it should be individual. It's personally like what works for you, and it's sometimes career women's that's the thing they want to do and Mm -hmm. stay at home mom. But I don't know. It's but there are. I mean, and I feel like though there are still a lot of women who are career driven and they still have like a couple kids. Yeah, and they have to do both. Yeah, and like for them, I don't know. Like, cause me personally, like I could, I would never like work if I didn't have to to pay someone to be with my kids. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like sometimes we like see people or know people where it's like, well, she's working, but she doesn't really have to. And basically she's working to pay the daycare or the babysitter. So her whole paycheck just going to that. Yeah. But some women need that to just get out of the house and have their time because they just love to work, you know, and have feel like having that like quote unquote identity, I guess you could say of like being, whatever yeah. occupation it is that they want to be. I also don't like the extreme of like, I remember I heard it. I won't say the person's name, but I, I wanted to slap them upside the head. They were like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's smart for a woman to get an education if there's going to be a stay at home mom. Yeah, no, I disagree. I like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, like, what if you die? a good idea. Yeah. What if you die and then they don't have any education or yeah. some sort of background to do a backup plan? Yeah, it's true. It's, I think it's definitely, and I always think about going back to school. Like, I think it would just be something as, like, a good accomplishment, yeah. you know, kind of a thing. But, like, I, it's funny because I remember I was dating this guy before I dated Sam. And his dad was very much, like, college is only going to – like, you're only going to be successful if you go to college. Yeah, which and I he, think is bogus nowadays, too. Yeah, totally, finding, totally bogus. I have a degree, and it took me forever to get a job. <laughs> yeah, and, like, he was, like, because 
this guy and I, the guy that I was dating, he and I were like fairly serious. And so his dad would kind of like be like, well, uh, you should go to school because don't you want to be able to help your kids with homework? Because I was, and I'm like, you really? Like, you, ever of, you ever heard of YouTube? Yeah. Like, and I mean, how many moms do you know that go to college, have a degree, but still have to like get help with learning whatever yeah. it is that the kids are learning? Just like, because I went to college, yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to go to college just to help my kid with their homework. Yeah. Like, hopefully my degree would lead somewhere else. But yeah, yeah there's those extremes of people like, this is how we do it. Yeah. You won't amount to anything if you don't have a college degree. Mm-hmm. I think it's bull crap. I think with it, the, the studies nowadays where people are having way more school debt and not finding jobs as easier. Yeah. I've, I'm totally going to teach my kids when they get older, like college is a great thing for education, but don't think that you only have to go to a four year yeah. university. That's what like, Sam and I talk about all the technical time. Technical colleges. Cause they're saying with automation coming up, uh-huh. I might have, I probably talked about this on the podcast before with jobs going out of business, we're going to have more ideas for creative jobs, but oh. things that will never go out that you're always going to need plumbers, electricians, True. or like uh, woodworking. Garbage like, man. <laughs> yeah. All those very technical skills. Yeah. Those can't be automated That's true. by robots. So like yeah. when for the last 30 years, those jobs have been poo-pooed on. <laughs> like, oh, you technical college? You're going to get a degree in like a year or two? And like, yeah. and it's always the, the prestigiousness of the four-year university mm-hmm. where I think a tech college, if your kid wants to go that route and get out of school even quicker and yeah. they can find a career that way, then true. I, I just don't want to funnel them into thinking that four years degree is the only yeah. way to do it yeah because even like my dad is very like because uh sorry mr uh what's your wait wait buyers right yes okay <laughs> <laughs> nice um so yeah like he's very much like like he wishes all of his son-in-laws have their college degree only yeah. one of them does sam does not yeah my other brother-in-law does not so, but R- they both Ricky? No, Ricky's the only one that oh, does. Oh, he's the only one that does. Okay. Yeah. He Ricky's just finished got, Ricky's summer. got the brownie points. <laughs> yeah. But like, I don't know. But it's like, it's like, when is he going to realize like, that's not what defines you as like a successful no. man, like no. husband kind of like, cause Sam, like he, he went to school and he ended like, he was going to school while we were still dating. And then once we moved to California, he was doing it online and then we were so poor. And he's like, I don't want to pay for this. Yeah. Like, If you don't have the passion or the drive to yeah, finish your classes, why pay for them? Yeah. And now he's in sales. So, and he's 60. He's very good at sales. Like, yeah. he's just a good, he's just, I don't know. He's good at it. And he's like, why would I ever go to school? Like, I make just as much, if not even more, than certain guys I know that have their degree. Yep. And, like, and he still has more room to, like, make more. And he doesn't even, I don't know. Because there's, like buddies of his at work that are like oh i just finished my master's and sam like makes more than him it's like dude like you're not it's like and he has school debt yeah congrats you have 10 more grand that you have to pay off yeah like sam always says i just like i'm scared for when my kids are at the age where they're like trying to figure out what to do because he's like i don't know if i'll really even encourage them to go to college because it's but that's you have a good point on the technical school though it's true because that's kind of what that's me like i went to a technical school and like if something were to happen and I have to go back to work, like that, I always you have that fall to fall on. on. Yeah. So the whole stupid, like, I don't think women need to get an education if they're going to be stay with moms. Like that's yeah. the biggest, like, cause if I die, luckily I have life insurance. My wife <laughs> will be taken care of, but like she's been working for such a long time yeah. and got her associates that like she could easily fall back on the hotel world if she needed to, right. even though she's yeah. quitting. So it's she like, she just has that experience. It's just, yeah. It, this extremes of, and again, that's why it's so. It's a generation thing for sure. It though. is. And it's just the, 
even with the parenting where people have their own opinions about parenting, it's just mm-hmm. it's just so hard to communicate with certain people and get along with yeah. people when they have such different perspectives. Even and like then, with my sisters, like yeah. my older sister, she's very stop, type A. They start adopting their spouse's ideas as well. Yeah, true. Yeah, because yeah. you see like, you know, the fa- it's like the family is kind of like mold into like... A new thing. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, like my sister, my older sister's very like strict and like to the book with stuff with her daughter and like me I'm like super chill like go with the flow Mm -hmm. like half the time my kids are running around the house naked and I'm just like whatever (laughs) like that's just that's just how I am like that's just my personality and so they got that from Sam didn't they (laughs) run around naked just kidding No, actually, a lot of that happened during potty training. Oh, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, because there was this, like, method that I had read about where, like, don't, like, just let them be naked Uh because then they feel the sensation more of, like, when they actually have to go. Yeah. Whereas, like, the putting... Diapers and clothing. Diapers and then going from diapers to underwear, like, they don't really know the difference. So you kind of... but. Yeah. I'll have to look forward to that soon. Yeah, ew, it's the worst. I hated that. So, uh, I don't have to deal with penises. Yeah, I do. So. It's <laughs> yeah. And he still tries to stand. I'm like, you can't stand. Like, You have to <laughs> sit because I am tired of cleaning up pee. Like, That's another thing that's hard. I don't know. Like, I feel like just the amount of cleaning that I have to do. Yes. Like, it's like, and it's not only just like, oh, the dishes have to get done. It's like, you got to do the laundry and that takes forever. Pick up toys. Pick up all the toys. Our daughter like, gets into our Tupperware container now. Yeah. And all... they just like taking them out and putting them on the ground and then not doing anything. With I them. know. It's just like the messes are nonstop. And like, and I have boys, so it's different because they'll go outside, they get in the mud. Yeah. They, you know, what they bring the worms into the house, like, and it's all of a sudden a new pet to them. They think, I don't know. It's just, it's like, and well, and we have a dog. So that's another, you guys I feel have like a big ass dog. Yeah. Excuse the language. <laughs> no, like I, he is my third child. He yeah. is just as much like responsibility and like emotional attention as my children. Like, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of work when you have to do it all the time with, you know, all the messes and everything like that's I think that's why I always say, like, I wish Sam was just here for a week because he's with them all the time, like yeah. here and there, you know, and he knows. But like a whole week of like the laundry, the dishes, like every single little thing and like or cleaning the cupboards down in the kitchen because there's fingerprints everywhere yeah. or what. You know, I don't know. I'm a super clean person. That's how I am. Yeah. So like those little things to me, like I have like it has to get done. I don't know. Yeah, I would not handle the whole mud and the worms and crap. Yeah, like, it's get that the oh freak out of here, John. It's disgusting. Like yeah. it is so bad. I mean, I guess my daughter will be like almost two next time spring or summer rolls around. So we'll see what she's into. Yeah, and that comes around. Or but. like they go to the park and they're like throwing bark at the other kids because they just think it's funny. Like I don't, I don't, I feel like girls don't do little like. I don't know. Like yeah. boys just have a different tendency with things, so it's just like. Well, yeah, they're more interested. Generally speaking, boys are more interested in things. Yeah. And girls are more interested in. And like people, like yeah, other yeah, yeah. That's true. So, yeah, and like boys need that like physical. Yep. Out, they like need to have that like, because they're in this in the book I was reading about, um, like raising boys. It was like how they have that. I, I feel like it's kinetic energy compared to. I think that or right. something about like their brains, how like they literally had to have that like physical like interaction of like wrestling or or uh-huh. the sports or whatever it is to like 
help their brain like just function better. Whereas girls need that like emotional like yeah. connection with people or whatever it is like to kind of like function more. Yeah. And obviously those are all general. Like yeah, obviously majority, it totally depends on the Because there's like there's as you grow up and get older you meet very feminine men yeah. and very masculine women who right. are like tomboys but it, yeah. it's definitely a spectrum as far as like exactly what girls are in. but generally speaking yes girls are definitely more interested in people and I think yeah, yeah boys are more interested in that's things that's true so yeah but um what was I going to say to kind of like wrap it up what what uh what would you say is like the most satisfying thing about being a stay-at-home mom? Because mm-hmm. obviously there's a lot of crap that goes along with it, which we've yeah. already discussed. But like, yeah. most satisfying thing about being a parent and staying at home with your kids like all day. Um, I feel like it's just the satisfaction of just being with them, just having that time, and mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like just watching them. Like I, I just love being able to just observe them all the time. Like just watching them like react to each other or just the little like things that they do where it's like if I wasn't at home I wouldn't be able to really see all of it yeah and like just I don't know like they just do the cutest little things where it's like I get to see it and yeah, be you there had, you had to be there for it kind of yeah thing. and like just kind of watch from the sidelines as they don't really know sometimes that I'm watching what they're doing or yeah. whatever like and like I feel like Part of it is, like, the satisfaction of, like, being in control, too. Mm -hmm. Like, I love just – not that, like, if my husband was in control, I wouldn't be happy. But it's, like, I'm, like, the one who's, like – Setting the rules. Yeah, like, they're day in and day out. Like, I I don't know, like, just, like, the little things where it's, like, Sam – like, Maverick will ask for something and Sam's, like, I don't know what he's talking about. Like, oh, he's talking about this. Uh, like so that's you, just, you know them a little yeah better. you just like know what it is like just having that satisfaction of like knowing them inside and out yeah and like seeing them I don't know it's just fun and like, I don't know about you but like do you have moments where like sometimes I like look at them and I'm just like I raise like I created this and I'm raising them and yeah. like they are it's, who they are because of me like I'm starting to have it more and more often but also I mean you know like when the kids are getting older like from a newborn to like three or four months old you, they wake up and they're all like all of a sudden bigger yes it's like what the freak just happened like your head got when bigger when you overnight. have a second child uh-huh. you, it's even like crazier because you're like oh my gosh like I have this like toddler yeah because you have something to compare it to yeah and then all of a sudden you're like oh my gosh I have a baby another baby that's like I can't believe my uh, my first one was this size once yeah. you know so yeah it's weird like you all just be sitting there like watching her and I'm like holy crap like I'm her dad yes I think yeah it, I think with anything for me in my life is I've seen these different chapters have gone like I have you know my religious excursion or mission whatever you want to call it <laughs> and then like marriage and then finishing school like they've been chapters yes but once you start that new chapter as you've been in for a bit, like it feels like it's it's always been like that. Yeah. So when I totally. had after a few months or a few weeks of having our daughter, like it felt like we always had a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And the same thing when we first got married, it felt like we had always been married. Right. But it's just this weird thing, and like all of a sudden you'll have little moments like that, like you're saying, like you just dawns on you, like holy crap, like this is my life right now. That's my kid. And yeah. Like, they rely on me like so much. Yeah. Like they are your world. And I hate hearing stories about kids getting kidnapped and all oh, other crap. Yes. Because now that I have a kid. I, my brain goes to the worst case scenario. <laughs> no, it's like, like if my daughter ever gets kidnapped, I don't know what the freak I'd ever be able yeah, to do with myself. It, so. It's like so much more like closer to your heart where you're just like, oh my gosh, yeah. like how or like what would I do to like if something, yeah. Yeah. Like where, what, like 
how would I function without them? Yes. You know, you're just like, oh my gosh. Like Jessica lost, she's lost her dad and her sister oh, in yeah. the last 10 years. Yeah. And that's hard, but she knows how to cope with it because she's had a few times, the two things, times that happened. But mm-hmm. she's like, but if I ever lost my daughter, yeah. she's like, I couldn't live. Like, it's so different. It's way it's just, different. Yeah. It's like that, just that bond that you have uh-huh. where it's just like, I don't know, like, I always have moments too where I'm just like, I look at them and I just like, I'm like, I feel like I've known them for, like, not to be, like, all spiritual, but I'm like, I feel like I've known them before yeah. Earth. Like, you just... And longer than they've been around. Yeah, like, but it, it's just, like, you just know them so well that it's just, like, so, like, satisfying, you know, that it's like, oh, my gosh, like, this perfect little human that's, like, so adorable and so cute. Like, you never, like, I. Ha- it's like you have those moments where you're just, like... They're so perfect. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, I don't know. But then you have other days where you're just like, oh, my gosh, go away. Like, yeah, you are yeah, literally yeah. from hell right now. Like, I don't even want you around. One of, one of the people I got really close with in Philadelphia, I still keep in touch with them. And he was talking about raising kids, like, how 90% of the time, when they, especially when they're getting older, he's like, it's it's hell sometimes. And it sucks. Yeah, he's like, but that, that 10%. Makes it at all worth it. Oh, yeah. Totally. Like, even toddler years or things like that. Like, when they're just being pills, like, just mm-hmm. being punks, like, you're just like, what the freak am I doing? But that he's like, that 10% where, like, they're perfect, that one moment where they're, yeah. like, sweet or they're happy or whatever's going yeah, like, on, like, it like, outweighs the bad. Yeah, like, this, just this week, like, I feel like it was, yeah, it was this week, like, I was in the kitchen, like, cleaning or cooking or I don't know, whatever. And Maverick, like, he was just in there playing and he's just like, hey, mom. Mom, I love you. And yeah. I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I melt. Like, I'm just like, he's so sweet. And he just, like, he really meant what he said. And, yeah. like, when they're older, it's just like, you know, like when they're teenagers, they just probably don't really have moments like that as much. Yeah. As, it's like the innocence of when they're so little uh-huh. that it's just like, oh, they're just, like, so, like, I don't know. I just, they say, like, the cutest things yeah. or do the cutest things. I'm like, going to be weirded out when that starts to happen slash excited because our daughter, she still isn't talking. She babbles a lot. Oh, yeah. But we think she might be bilingual. My <laughs> sister-in-law s- takes care of her sometimes and oh. she only speaks Spanish to her oh, just really? like she only spoke Spanish to her kids. Yeah. So we're thinking that there might be two languages going that on. That could be. So she might be slightly delayed. Yeah. Obviously, it's not a bad thing because having no, that's, bilingual. Yeah, because I know a family, they have... Um, The husband is, like, Samoan. Like, he's from Samoa, and he only speaks Samoan to the kids. Yeah. And so, like, they both, like, both of their children have been really, they were, like, really delayed with their speech. Yeah. And it's, like, that's... they had to figure out two languages Yeah, like, that's got, it's, like, so, like, crazy. But I think it's so cool. I'm, like, that is so cool. They can speak, like, they understand, not maybe speak, but at least understand two languages, like, from, like, you know, the time they're two or whatever it is. But yeah, like, yeah, cause Zeke, he's talking now, like, and that's, that's, I feel like another really fun stage when they start talking, like yeah. he's singing songs. I know what he's singing. He's singing the tune of songs or like, he'll start like, like, I'll be like one and he'll say two, uh, like, he's like, like understanding. The yeah. Like they told, and, or even if like, like he's in the kitchen and he's standing on the table and I'm like, Zeke, get down from the table. Like, and he'll get down. Yeah. Like they really understand and like. They're not just like a blob of a baby anymore. Yeah. They're like super, like they're there, they're listening and they know, I don't know. No, it makes sense. I love it when they start to talk because it's just like so fun because you can have conversations and like. They might be weird conversations, but there's always, yeah. the, always the crazy fun ones. It's though, right? so fun. Yeah. So then last thing is like 
for anyone who's kind of who's listening to this, I don't know if you have any friends who are about to be moms or I don't know if I have any friends who are about to, I don't think so. Like yeah. what would be your advice like if they're like eh, I mean, first off, as a caveat, like you got like we said earlier, you gotta figure out your situation. If your finances yeah, and your life situation is like you can't stay at home, then then that's we can't do anything about that. But yeah. anyone who may be in a situation who's like hesitant to like, should I stay at home or should I do the career thing or and, yeah, cause or maybe even like start having mix. kids. Oh yeah, too. kids in general. Yeah, I mean, I feel like obviously it's like what we've talked about. Like it's all dependent upon the individual and, and their the, circumstance, your, your life situation. Yeah. yeah, but like I feel like, um, wait, I don't know. Wait, ask your question one more time. So, anyone who's like on the fence about either having kids, okay, or should I be a stay-at-home mom? Oh, okay. Or should I do a career thing or a mix of both? Well, obviously, my answer is stay at home. Yeah, because I love it, mm-hmm. and I think that there's nothing greater that you can give your kids other than you know being at home with them. And I mean, obviously, there's a lot that you can still that they, I mean. If they're not at home with you and they're with a nanny or whatever daycare, they can still get a lot from it. Yeah. But I feel like them having that one-on-one time with you and learning from you, like, and not only that, but it's so beneficial for you. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like me personally, I have grown and learned so much from them. Yeah. That it's like, I, I can't imagine anything other than where I'm at in my life now. Like, I don't know. I just feel like. If you're thinking about being a stay-at-home mom and you can handle it financially, do it. Yeah. Because there's just – honestly, it doesn't compare to anything. Like, it's the best job. It's it's so – I don't know. Like, I love just being in control of my day, like, doing whatever I want, like, thinking of fun things to do with them and thinking of, like – I don't know. Like, you're just in so much control. Because, like, I always – I remember, like, when I finally had my own baby, I was like, wow, this is really cool. Because Mm -hmm. when you're babysitting and you're nannying or whatever it is, like, you still are always like, oh, I could do this, but I don't know if they would want me to. Or I don't know if they'd want me to, like, teach this. I don't know. Like, it's, you just still are. apprehensive. Yeah, you're just like, oh, I don't want to disrespect them and what they would want or whatever. But with you, it's like, this is my kid, so I can do whatever the heck I want. Yeah, which is scary. Yeah, it is scary. Which is why some kids turn out jacked up with (laughs) freaking weird parents. True. But it's super satisfying because it's, I don't know, to me it's just so rewarding, like, raising my own kids and, like, being able to watch them grow and, like, develop in knowing that, like, I've taught them that or, and I mean, they are their own person too. Like, a lot of the things they develop on their own and they, like, you know, I don't know, but yeah, I I love it. Like, I seriously just... I don't know. I really just enjoy my day-to-day life because of them. Yeah. Like, they, I don't know, it's just, and it's like you have those days where it's like you take them, like, last week we, I took them to, like, over to the pond to, like, feed the ducks. And it was just, like, so, it was just, like, a special day, like, watching them have fun and, like, just run around. And and you have the freedom to do that. Yeah, like, all the pretty, it's just, I don't know, it's like. It's just you can do what you want and you can create these memories for them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It, it's just super rewarding in yeah. my opinion. I do miss like obviously seeing my daughter more often because I yeah. don't see her. But even then just like I thought I was like, man, I got to get out of the house. Like I got to get back into the a job where I'm like 
talking to people. Oh yeah. Now that I've been doing it for four months, I'm like, I actually could keep working from home <laughs> and I miss the freedom I had where I could clock out and say, yes. you know, hang out with my daughter for a bit yeah, or go like, run an go errand. Do this together and I can't do that because I'm stuck with the corporate world where like, no, you go to job yeah. nine to five, whatever it is. And it's just like, I, I would definitely in the future like to get back to a place where I think my company is getting more and more digital. So there mm-hmm. will be maybe new positions where you could like do half from home, half from, oh, and yeah. I will totally take advantage of that because <laughs> I thought I would like, like I said, I, I thought I needed to get out of the house, but now that I've been doing, it, I'm like, I actually miss working from home and I don't need to talk to people. Like yeah. I thought I did. Cause I still get the social interaction from other people, but yeah, again, to each their own. And I know. I, I remember like years ago, or I don't know how many years it was, but like when we first moved out here and we were with you guys once and you were like, we were like, oh, so asking you about having kids or whatever. And you were like, I think kids are just so disgusting. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're messy and like there's like. My thing also used to be that I would say to people like kids are too expensive. That's why we're not having oh, them yeah. for a bit. You know? Yeah. But I don't know. It's just funny how like once you have your own, it's just like different because yep. you're just like in control of it. And it's like it's not like you're around others people where you're like I don't know if I should say anything yeah and but when they're your own like you say whatever the heck you want and yeah. tell them like how it is or whatever yeah I'm trying to indoctrinate my daughter because we went to Disneyland and got her a doll because we she we thought oh she's gonna get older in the next six months to year she'll understand like having a doll and stuff like that yeah so we got her uh, Rapunzel oh it's my favorite Disney princess oh yeah so I was like my daughter's until she has her own opinion she's gonna like what I like and I like <laughs> yeah Rapunzel, it's so. true it is kind of fun because you can kind of decide like like, cause I don't know, like with foods or yeah. with shows and te- and like toys and things you're like, cause like, I don't know, like, and they do kind of pick up things where you're like, okay, they really like this stuff. So I'm going to, we're going to go with it. And yeah. you know, like he loves fire trucks, so let's get him a fire truck or mm-hmm. whatever. Like let's turn on a show with fire trucks. But like, I don't know. It's like, you can kind of like, not like force them to like certain things, but kind of like just Steer like, them. yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of fun to just be like this is what we do and I don't know, or starting different traditions and things like that where it's just like fun to kind of have that like control per se. I don't know. Yeah. Well, thanks for, uh, yeah. Thanks for coming on the podcast. It was a fun conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is what it's like to be number 12, what it's like to be a stay at home mom Mm -hmm. with Marissa Sprunt. Yep. You trying to plug anything? (laughs) No, no, (laughs) <laughs> Any good books you've read lately besides the... The one I talked about. It's called No Drama Discipline. That one was good. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I just... I mostly just like... There is a... Okay, there is an account on Instagram I love to follow. Uh-huh. She's... She's not a stay-at-home mom, but she's a mom. And she's like... Like, now I just am totally into like parenting things. Yeah. You know? Well, your kids it's, are getting older too now, so... Yeah, so I don't know. She's um at, simply on purpose... And she's just, like, awesome with, like, parenting that's tips. Her, that's her handle? Yeah. Simply on purpose? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, there's a ton, though. I could go yeah, on and on. <laughs> but, and there's, like, yeah, I don't know. But, well, yeah. We'll have to have you on again. Maybe we'll have you uh, with Sam here. Oh, that would be funny. We can ask him what it's like to be a god. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, ask what it's like to be a dad. Because, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you and him could go off of yeah. that. And it has been good having this conversation because, again, like, I appreciate stay home moms because I did it for 10 Yeah, months. I know. I uh, love that you had that experience because yeah. it's just like, not it's all the dudes get that. It still doesn't make it easier like now that when I come home from work, mm-hmm. even though I have the perspective of what it's like to be at home with a kid all day, 
it still doesn't make it easy. I still sometimes react like you said Sam does. We're like, I just need a minute to like yeah. decompress and stuff. But yeah. I can still, if I work harder at it and I think about it harder, you're like, I can oh, be yeah, a little less, right. a little more selfless and try to and try to or whatever. Yeah, yeah, towards my towards my wife, especially because yeah. now she's quitting and she'll be home full time. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, thanks for coming on, Marissa. Of course, it's fun. Hour and a half. Nice. So it doesn't feel like it, does it? No, <laughs> actually, it feels like way longer. <laughs> yeah. So, well, everybody enjoy and catch you on the next episode. You can say bye if you want. Bye, guys. Peace. <laughs>